Ministry leadership is hard. It can be exhausting and confusing and overwhelming, especially in times of great change like we're living in now. That's why we need to get up on the balcony, as Ronald Heifetz puts it. We need to learn to get a view from the top, see what's happening on the dance floor. That requires leadership skill, adaptive capacity, emotional health, and deep spiritual formation. I'm Marcus Watson, and my hope is that these quick conversations with Todd Bolsinger would help you both develop a healthy outer life of ministry leadership and a healthy inner life of faithful discipleship. Everyone, uh, I'm here with Todd Bolsinger for another quick conversation for the Long Hall of Leadership. Hi, Todd. How are you doing today? Hi, Marcus. Good to be with you always. Yep. Uh, We're going to look at a quote today from Tom Zine, who, uh, just FYI, uh, has been on two previous episodes. One is episode 118, where he was on with Dwight Friesen, uh, talking about forecasting and innovation. Uh, and then actually just uh, recently, he was on uh, episode, uh, let me find it real quick. Here it is, episode 155, uh, Leadership and Looking to the Future. So if you want to learn more about Tom Zine and uh, his work in terms of thinking about the future, those are two great episodes. But here's the here's the quote that uh, we're going to talk about today. Uh, here's what Tom Sine said. This is from that first episode, 118, that, that he was on. He said, I ache because churches rarely even look over the fence in their own communities to the new innovation going on. All right, I'll say it one more time. He says, I ache because churches rarely even look over the fence in their own communities to the new innovation going on. So, um, Todd, uh, just kind of open-ended questions. What are your uh, initial general thoughts on that? Well, my first initial thought is anything Tom Sign aches over, I want to ah. ache over. Like so, he um, <laughs> yeah. Tom Sign, you, uh, you and I've talked about this. He mm. was one of my heroes in in the mm. 1980s when his book, The Mustard Seed Conspiracy, came out. It mm. changed my worldview. It changed my life. Mm. He helped me understand that to be a follower of Jesus was to take seriously that Jesus went into the places of the world mm. where there were pain, and that the mustard seed of the church was meant to grow into you know, rich harvest mm. of the kingdom in places where it, the world is in pain. And what Tom also does as a futurist is he looks into the world and he looks into your neighborhoods and says, look at all the signs of the kinds of things Jesus would care about that are happening, sometimes not even in Jesus's name. And the mm-hmm. church should go there and water those seeds. Mm-hmm. Like we should be working with people in partnership who are trying to bring justice, working with the poor, caring about the places where there is needs. I mean, he's just a, a prophet in that way. Yeah. And that's one of the yeah. reasons why we started doing some work with him here at the yeah. uh, Church Leadership Institute. Yeah, which is great. And w- we should mention that in a moment. Um, <laughs> so mm-hmm. here, um, but, but let me ask this question. Why do you think that churches don't look over the fence? Um Well, okay. So this is, I think one of the things that we've learned, especially during the pandemic is we all got so anxious about our empty pews or our declining offering plates or our, um, or the fact that people who were nominally connected to us before now have slipped away. We're so anxious about what's happening inside the church that we're missing the opportunity Mm. to think about the way that the world has been in need and the church is supposed to go into the world and meet those places of pain with the good news of the gospel. And so why we don't look over the fence is we're really concerned about internally about what's happening in our own backyard. And that's stifling not only creativity, but it's ultimately taking us, uh, it's kind of creating habits of going in the wrong direction. 
Yeah. And so then the question is, what do we do? How, how do we begin that process of looking over the fence? So I love this analogy. And I think about this. Yeah. If I don't know my neighbor, I'm never looking over that fence. Mm, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. That just feels like it's interesting. Yeah. But if I know my neighbor and I know him yeah. well, and I can go up yeah. to the edge of that fence and look over and say, hey, neighbor, and we yeah. have a conversation and they yeah. say, hey, here's what's happening on my side of the fence. And I could use your help as a neighbor. It's easy for me to step yeah. over. Yeah, so yeah. one of the things we do a lot with our churches that we work with in our cohorts, um, in adaptive church leadership cohorts and our online cohorts, is we tell them, we want you to get out and go talk to your neighbors and don't talk to them about the church. Talk to them. Yeah. Don't. This is not marketing. This yeah. is like getting to know our neighbors so that we can then begin yeah. to pray about where are the pain points in our neighborhood that the gospel and our desire to show the love of Christ would compel mm-hmm. us to begin to get engaged with. Yeah. And I would say we stop looking over the fence because we don't know the people on the other side of the fence. So yeah, yeah. maybe the first thing is to start being better neighbors who know our na- the names of our neighbors. Yeah. Well, okay. <clears throat> and then one more question. So that can be hard because we, well, it's maybe outside our comfort zone. So how do we develop the capacity uh, to do that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So one of the things we often do in our cohorts is we give them three questions to go ask. These are, these are not mm-hmm. rocket science. Question, the first question you say, you just you find somebody that you're in relationship with and say, look, I just want to ask a couple of questions. What do you think is great about living here? What do you like? Like, like what do you yeah. like about living here? Yeah. And then second, what makes it hard sometimes to live here? Yeah. Yeah. And then third question we ask is if a bunch of us got together who have kind of common faith and good, goodwill, what could you think we could do to make it good for everybody to live here? And what's interesting is you're asking people just to give you input about their experiences and it's one of the ways that you can begin to know them. Yeah. You can just begin to know them just by yeah. understanding what people experience. And so, yeah. you know, I do think it's, I think it's, there's a, it's awkward if you've lived in your neighborhood mm-hmm. and you don't know your neighbors to say, Hey, I don't know you and I should know you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think that if we can get better at understanding that we'll never look outside ourselves to our neighbors, if we don't know them, yeah. then at least we start acknowledging there's at least yeah. a small step we can take. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And let's say something briefly about the um, webinar that's coming up in May. I don't know yeah. if we have an exact date for that. Uh, this is yeah. May 2023, if you happen to listen yeah. in the future. Uh, can you tell us a briefly about that? Yeah. So one of the things we asked is if Tom would be willing to uh, meet, to do a neighborhood, to do a webinar with me um, about leadership and the challenges facing our neighbors, both today and tomorrow. And one of the premises is I believe that the church's calling oftentimes, especially missional calling comes out of listening to and responding to the pain point of our neighbors. Yeah. And Tom's going to help us to answer your question, how do we do a better job of listening to our neighbors? And um, and actually, it's it's going to be on May 10th, actually. I just okay. looked it up. And okay. so on May 10th, we're going to be doing a webinar where Tom and me, where we're going to talk about how to help people do a better job of listening to their neighbors. That's great. And we'll put more information out about this on future episodes as well, let folks know. Um, yeah, this is great. Thank you, Todd. Um, let me read the quote one more time. Uh, Tom Zine said, I ache because churches rarely even look over the fence in their own communities to the new innovation going on. Well, thanks for listening to this quick conversation with Todd Bolsinger. If you find the Spiritual Life and Leadership podcast valuable, would you share it with someone you know? And would you also rate and review the podcast? That helps to make the podcast more findable for others. Again, thanks for listening, and I will see you next time here on Spiritual Life and Leadership. Thank you.